0: Welcome back to that first step
1: podcast. On today's show, I am joined by the absolutely beautiful inside and out Hannah. Hannah left her job in tech to follow her dream and complete a course in yoga and breathwork. I know we've all heard of yoga, but breathwork, not so much. This has been proven to enhance performance in top athletes, regain focus in the world's top entrepreneurs, and also used to calm yourself down and meditate in stressful situations. So please join me and welcome Hannah on today's episode of That First Step Podcast. Okay, so we're recording. Hello, Hannah, and welcome to That First Step Podcast. How are you today? Hi, I'm, I'm very good. Thank you. Good, good. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to come on. I know you're be- very busy, as self employed <laughs> people are. So, Hannah, why I wanted to speak with you today is you have been listening to the podcast for a while, so thank you so much for your support. And also, I did the most incredible introduction to Breathworth breathwork class with you <laughs> yesterday. So really I'm so intrigued and I know so many other people are. So I want to get into that a little bit later. But to start mm-hmm. us off, could you tell us Hannah, what did you want to be when you grew up and what did you study
0: after school? Sure. Um, and thank you for taking the, the breathwork course yesterday. I'm, I'm excited to hear that you're interested and eager to learn more. Um, when I was growing up, I think it's, it's actually, you're going to laugh because there's two things that really stood out when I was growing up and they're kind of very different. Um, so part of me really wanted to be an artist. I really loved painting, drawing, anything that had to do with um, creating, I suppose. Um, and then other half of me wanted to be a dentist. <laughs> wow. So they're very, very separate, very different things. Um, I guess what attracted me in the, the artist part is, as I said, being creating something and just using your imagination and kind of uh, reflecting. I, I don't think I've ever been very, very good with words. So for me, art was a better way of expressing. My grandmother was a dentist. I have doctors in the family. So I've always been kind of close to it, which which interested me. And I guess that's where the dentistry kind of crept in a little bit. I, and I thought it was a very interesting, respectable job. <laughs> um, so that was kind of like during high school um I did both arts and then a little bit of biology and uh I guess when I was 16 17 um I ended up focusing a little bit more on the arts and the economic side of things and languages I started learning a lot of languages I lived abroad and things just kind of life just started taking me into into that direction um and then when it came time to apply to college I remember talking to um one of my art teachers about doing art uh, as a career or, or doing that for for my studies and he said actually one of the key things that artists have to be knowledgeable in or kind of have a skill in is business and uh, so that kind of then trickle- triggered me to look into degrees that were kind of marketing advertising that had both uh the creative and the business side kind of combined Uh, so I ended up applying for a mixture of courses uh, in England and I ended up going to study in uh, Warwick University and this was surprisingly the only course that was pure business management Um, and I guess there was at that point uh, I had all these ideas when I was little, but there was nothing very specific. So when I was 18 and it actually came to the time of going to college, um, I just ended up, okay, I'll I'll just take the safe course and do business, which will apply for whatever I want to do later on. I'm not sure what exactly I want to do, where I, I want to specialize in, but business felt like something that would be kind of all encompassing and applicable to whatever in the future anyway.
1: Yeah 100% (laughs) uh, business is so important and having that skill set and that uh, template of knowing you know how to how demand supply equals revenue and all of that definitely when you're creative having that business mindset also can never do you any harm so that's always a good start Uh, definitely different to art and um, dentistry. But there you go. <laughs> so then, Hannah, you started because you're from a tech background
0: as well, like myself. Yeah. So tell us how you kind of got into that then. Yeah. So um, my degree was uh, international management and I kept learning languages. Um, so I, I really enjoy learning about different cultures and, and all of that. So the story of how I ended up in Dublin is very kind of random. Um, my boyfriend at the time got a job in Dublin. And then I thought, okay, if I find a job in Dublin, I'll come along when we graduated. And I I got a job in a recruiting company, which uh, was basically reaching out for experts in different uh, areas. But I was starting to learn the skills that applied to later on into a sales job. So I was practicing reaching out to people and I was practicing kind of organizing my outreach and I guess having a conversation skills on the phone and things like that. And then a friend of a friend worked in a tech company and they needed people with language skills. And sure, I was just like, okay, here's my CV. And they I speak uh, Swedish and Finnish, which are very rare Nordic languages, I suppose. <laughs> um, I'm from Finland originally. Uh, so yeah, they, they got me that interview and I ended up covering uh, the SMB companies in the Nordic markets for a tech company in Dublin, which, yeah, I. It was kind of a friend of a friend type of situation, very random, very unplanned. I never planned to go into tech, but um, the, the job involved a, a growing team. So it was very early stage. Uh, so there was that, I guess what attracted me in the end was that creative side of building something. So we were building uh, a way of reaching out to companies. We were building uh, inbound sales motion. So there was a lot of applying the business skills I learned in university. And um, kind of using it as in practical terms. So it kind of took the theory from college. I had to apply it in practice. I had to go out there and, you know sell myself, but also think about the systems that go behind it. and um, yeah, just learning a lot of practical skills. I think at that point, I was also considering doing a master's degree, but I'm quite happy I didn't, and went into, into work instead and learned a lot of. Yeah, like I said, practical skills and from people around me that had experience.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you. I mean, I at two different times in my career so far, I wanted to do a masters, and both times I'm so happy. Like you said, I didn't because what I have learned in my experience in the workforce has impacted me for the better and yeah. i think having the social skills and even learning how to manage a team work in a team handle situations that are kind of fiery or a bit chaotic i don't mm-hmm. think well i mean i've never done a master so please anybody um, correct me if i'm <laughs> wrong but i don't think that same level of experience is there and also as well earning money is great and When, especially in sales, you probably know yourself, when your targets are tied to your salary, it does give you that fire and drive to keep pushing. So that definitely, all of what you've done before, Hannah, has impacted where you are today, which is so exciting. So please, (laughs) if you could tell us how you took that first step
0: into being self-employed yoga and breathwork coach. (laughs) Um. Yeah. I think it's it's really hard to figure out exactly what that the specific first step was um but i guess a a part of me towards the last year i was in this company there was a part of me that just really craved more creation more um more freedom in terms of making something so it's there was just a i don't know how else to call it but like a little bit of a fire in my chest that just was starting to call for more and more attention. And I couldn't really put my finger on it, what it was. And it was around a time in my life where I was um just kind of questioning everything. I was in a city by myself. Um I I'm not from Ireland. I'm from from Finland. So I had no friends here. I had not really any hobbies and so it was I kind of had a time where work, life, everything was big question marks. Um, so a friend of mine actually just invited me to a yoga class saying, okay, this will help you just kind of calm down or relax a little bit. Uh, so, yep, yeah, I started practicing yoga and it really hit me right away. It was um, just kind of being told or shown techniques to, to slow down, to really feel myself. And through feeling my body, feeling my breath, feeling my thoughts, my emotions, um, I was Led to this place of truth or this place of like making sense of what that fire in my chest really was. Um, And I started making sense without it being specifically, I'm going to be a yoga teacher. It was uh, more about, okay, uh, what are the things I value? What are the things that are important for me in life? It's creating things, having fun, being honest with myself, having an impact, uh, helping people feel good and smile and, and have, you know, have an impact on people. And I didn't, I wasn't getting that from my job. It was uh, working for a company. It was working for business goals outside of direct impact on, on people. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't a service. It wasn't even customer product. So it was, um, or consumer product. So it was hard to relate what I was doing to the impact I was able to, to create. Uh, So yeah, I started working on what was, what mattered to me, what the values were and uh, the techniques of, of yoga it's like a science it's very structured it has a, a it's a system to help you self actualize and, and learn more about yourself and that system just really helped me put things more in structure and appreciate the work in progress as well so yeah because it helped me so much create more structure more more peace and more kind of self observation i signed i signed up for a yoga teacher course but more initially it was more with the idea of learning more for myself. So understanding what the background of yoga is, understanding the philosophy better, understanding um, just how, how it works, why it works and how to design a practice um, that has a specific outcome. And I was mostly practicing by myself at the time. I would go to casual classes in, in studios, but I was very interested in my private experience and practicing by myself day to day at home. Uh, so I was just interested in learning the tools in a way that I would be able to then apply in my in my routines. So that was probably the first step, was going to that class. Um, you know, my first thought of yoga I was like, oh, some flexibility stuff, da, da, da. like, not for me, but turns out it was actually a very clear system and structure to help me be more in tune with myself and find that inspiration, find that, you know, organize everything in a better way.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I agree, because sometimes I don't know the flow I want to do, but sometimes I just want to get down on the mat and just move your body. And you yeah. always feel so much better, whether it's two minutes, five minutes, or 10 minutes. Like, it doesn't need to be a 60-minute class.
0: No, no, that exactly. And the the real skill is learning to, to get into your body and tune in with how you're feeling in that day, in that moment. It might be that maybe for a whole week, all you want is just lying down on your Shavasana, that that's what you need maybe but uh learning to listen to to that and getting into and really what it is that will help you get out of a energy dump or what will help you inspire what will help you in whatever way feel more more present and more connected
1: yeah, completely. And um, Hannah, so you did the yoga course. I know you did it mm-hmm. with Neve, who is a dear yes. friend of mine. And um, so amazing how we're being connected through something you did as well, which is amazing. Yeah. I love that. So you finished the yoga course and then you said, wait a sec, I love this. This is for me. I need to do this. How did you go about even building a website, finding customers? I mean, this is something people, you know. They need to know because it sounds so daunting and it's such hard work. But how did you even it go is. about starting? <laughs>
0: um, trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, and repeat, repeat, repeat.
1: <laughs> so great, absolutely, and it's all your your experience from recruiting and from tech. Yeah. Obviously, all that came you know together well, and your experience was very beneficial. But I suppose when it's your own business that drive for outbounding and getting in contact is so much more powerful.
0: It is. Um, there's definitely much more of a drive. And so I did more outbound stuff more at the start of my career. In the last few years in in my company, I was doing more, let's say, systems works, more kind of background planning. Um, so there was both the outbound side, but also kind of the, the planning and the structuring and um, My team at that point was part of the growth team, uh, the company. So it was a lot of experiments, just changing slightly a little bit, for example, um, a button on a website and seeing if a different wording or a different color actually changed the results. Um, And so that aspect of experimenting and testing and retesting and retesting has actually also stayed so much with with my attitude now. Um, So... Yeah, I mean, in in practical terms, I started in, let's say, for so I finished my training in December, and for the last bit of last year, I was teaching friends, family, just kind of figuring out what my style was, what exactly were my strengths, my skills, um, what called me, what I felt most connected with. Um, I think as a teacher, you have to teach from a place of truth and something that that you experience, so you can teach from something that really means something and you can teach from some experience like I said so it took me a few months to just trial kind of dabble in it and I just took that leap of faith and decided okay I'm gonna take a year out slow down just kind of explore it wasn't exactly okay I'm gonna take a year out I'm gonna start my business in January and I'm gonna like have customers by this month and these are my targets it was more like okay i'm gonna take a year out gonna feel for what my goals are and see if i can do something uh, out of this um and things actually went a lot faster than i expected
1: <laughs> that's
0: a great complaint to have <laughs> so yeah january came and uh I was doing another training at that point. I wanted to specialize a little bit more in breath work. So breathing really resonated with me. I did a breath work coaching uh, training and I did uh, as well a training in uh, aerial yoga. So one of my hobbies is aerial dance and there is a a thing where we can use hammocks to help us kind of go deeper into it and release. And at that point I was kind of interested in maybe I can do something with yoga and breathing and aerial hammocks. But, um, so January, I just trained more and the more you learn, I felt like the more I could start to hone into what, what was, what really mattered to me. What was really the, the meta goal, let's say, or the, the value that I have to offer. so I'm still figuring that out by the way, but, (laughs) um, yeah, the, the first step in January was to really hone into, to the skills and the, the value I want to offer and just kind of think a little bit more about, do I want to teach in studios? Do I want to teach privately? Do I want to do one class a week? Do I want to do classes a week? Um, so when I came back from from my training, I was doing it in Barcelona, uh, I came back and I was like, okay, you know what, let's, let's just try it. I can rent a space for uh, per month and let's take it as it goes. So we'll start with one month, just a few few students and see if I like it, see if anything sticks and I had a studio uh, in Dublin that I was going to rent a room in for a couple hours a week and teach aerial yoga and some breathing. So I was I was thinking of uh, using aerial yoga as like a, a way to relax and help people ease into kind of more supported, easier poses. Um, and I had that studio ready, everything set out to go and then COVID happened. <laughs>
1: Story of everyone's life. (laughs) COVID happened. It's actually like I'm laughing too because, I mean, I'm so fed up of being upset about it. You have to laugh or else you'd be miserable. But from what I've seen, Hannah, from chatting from Neve as well, I feel like COVID has allowed us all to slow down. Yes, has allowed us all to try new things. Has allowed us to appreciate at-home workouts and yoga classes, and. I now have a new appreciation for a slow paced life. And I mean, you adapted your business along with it. So exactly. tell us I suppose, about your online side of the business and how you almost used COVID. Obviously, it's a terrible time. Disclaimer, I know so many people are <laughs> suffering. I don't mean Absolutely. to say, you know, you know, I'm trying to make light of the situation. Um, so tell us how you took the positive out of coronavirus and kept your business growing
0: exactly so it was definitely a, a lucky unlucky situation for me um so the whole studio renting aerial yoga everything is on pause at the moment it's not gonna happen um but i started being at home it started slowing down i started questioning everything i started wondering okay can we actually teach online can will this work will people actually resonate with that and turn us out, they do. Um, So I started just messaging my friends saying, hey, um, I I teach yoga, if you wanna set up a weekly class, we'll start with that. So we set up a Zoom class just with my friends and uh, my families and it seemed to take off. People were really enjoying it. And the feedback was usually, ah, this is so calm. It's so nice to do this in the evening. Your voice is so relaxing. (laughs) It is,
1: Hannah. Honestly, yesterday in the breathwork class, sorry to just sidetrack, before we even started the breathwork, I was so zen. I was like, is this her breathwork class?
0: Or No, you have the most soothing voice. Thank you. But I'm just mentioning that because it was very eye-opening Uh, to to hear people kind of highlight what your your strengths are and to actually hear it and go like, okay, actually I can, I might be able to do something with this uh, without having to rent out a physical space, without having to buy any material and, and breathing. Um, As I said, I was already interested in breathing as such a simple tool. And it really made you, for me, in my own practice, breathing is kind of the key between moving your body and getting into your head kind of the central point that makes everything work and uh, you can feel things very deeply just by focusing on your breath Um, and it's such a simple tool and it doesn't require that much so I started just reading and obviously I had more and more time I was reading books about breathing I was reading yoga books I was just learning more and more and eventually it started to form let's say a a structure or a framework so I built a course out of it with what different breathing exercises there are how to categorize them how to adapt them into your day so kind of really creating a framework that you can adopt into your day um it it was kind of a learning exercise for me but then as I was making my notes how to make sense of all this information that's out there I realized actually this is what people need they just need someone to summarize things for them and explain how it works show them the tools so they can then apply it for themselves and then that was me basically going back to what was what really called to me when i started doing yoga was learning techniques so i can practice by myself to relearn or we get back in touch with what mattered to me what my values were what my you know get improving my own self awareness so because I was given this extra time to do nothing and just learn and take things easy, I had the chance to kind of organize my thoughts better. And yeah, I built this uh, breathwork course that is uh, is basically a summary of all the learnings I've had. And it's like a recipe, okay, on the mornings you can do this type of exercise, or if you want to focus this types of exercise, and teaching people rather than asking people I, I tried different things you know as I said trial and error I have live Instagram lives where I would host a breathing session and people would just follow the exercise along but you're not learning why you're doing the exercise you're not learning how it works and if you have trouble with it it's it's really hard to to tailor or to personalize when you're doing something kind of to the masses so just kept getting more questions from my friends like oh but this doesn't work for me this doesn't work and so i realized okay i need to create something that is informative but also flexible and that comes from a place of truth for me yoga is a a very personal practice a very personal experience so i'm i'm more and more trying to lean into the the private teaching and helping people one-on-one and it's yeah I think online is here to stay I think people first of all are are still at home for for another indefinite amount of time a lot of offices are not opening yet and people are still working from home for for another while but I think we have all realized that there's value in using our devices to connect rather than to to take information in a passive way to you know, overload ourselves with youtube videos or things that are not interactive we can actually use technology we can use uh, zoom and whatsapp and everything to communicate with each other and share knowledge and it's easier than one-on-one i might consider small groups as well but um i'm starting to i think things are starting to make sense is slow down interact with people connect with them and um yeah, that's very much in the teaching what I have to offer kind of perspective But um it helped me just create more structure and clarify things and it's still a work in progress I'm still asking my students okay what do you think about this does this time work for you does this delivery process work for you does uh, zoom work for you do you prefer email do you prefer whatsapp and just really connecting with people um as much as possible got a bit sidetracked there (laughs) no
1: no no Um, I think you're so right it's I suppose to summarize kind of what you said when you start something new anything new it's never going to be perfect it's trial Mm -hmm. and error and better to make a mistake early on and learn than try and make things perfect yeah also the constant feedback from your customers is so key to growth And to even knowing yourself, honing in on what works for you, because you might be putting out a service that you think your customers want, but until you listen to them and get that feedback, you can then clarify, oh, wait a second, we both enjoy this method better. Let's continue this way. Yeah. And also, I mean, Hannah, yesterday we had great communication, the breathwork uh, introduction, the discovery was 30 minutes, but made such a huge impact. And (laughs) I did that on my lunch break. I mean, people can absolutely, instead of, oh, it's going to take 20 minutes to get there. I miss the Lewis. I miss the bus or, oh no, then I'll get there. It's an hour class or 30 minutes and then I have to get home. With online, I was at my desk the whole time, um, which okay. is it's not really you, probably. I got up afterwards and went for a quick walk because you need to move as well. <laughs> I'm not advocating never leaving your desk, but you're so right. You're offering this service to people to enable them to introduce new beneficial and impactful practices into their already crazy life. But I was in, it just like flipped my mood. Like I was stressed <laughs> yesterday morning. I had your breathwork introduction. I was floating and I was focused. I was—it's weird. I was like this calm Zen mood, but I was so focused, and the Good. afternoon was so productive. And I think people need to give breathwork a chance because I do appreciate Hannah. You probably come up against people who say, "Oh, yoga, breathwork," you know, and roll their eyes. But yeah, what would you say are the three main? benefits to breathwork that you've come across
0: um f- well for me the the biggest benefit is that you get really in tune with yourself so breathwork works works like as a a mirror of how you're feeling in a specific moment in time it tells you which kind of stress uh, or nervous state you're in are you in a very heavy stressed mode or are you maybe in a more relaxed mode so you can use you can use it as a mirror but it's it works both ways. You can also actually control the rhythm, the ratio of your breath, and it has it impacts your nervous system. So it impacts whether you go more into that stress side or more into the relaxed side. And um, because of that, you can kind of hack your system if you if you want to use that term. Um, and you can use breath work to energize, to focus, and relax. That's kind of the three categories I use for for breathing, and. There's loads of exercises that go into each category, but that's the main benefits is energize, focus, and relax. And you can use that as you need to. So if, if it's a morning where you're finding it hard to get out of bed, or you have an afternoon slump, you can use breathing instead of reaching out for caffeine or sugars. And, you know, f- five minutes of mindful fast breathing can can really lift you up and Likewise, if you're having trouble sleeping in the evening or relaxing, quieting any stress or anxiety or any thoughts that are spiraling, um, quiet breathing can really help you relax and wind down and rest. So it's playing with our nervous system, playing with um, our ability to feel and control how we feel um, is probably the the biggest benefits from from breath work. (laughs) It's it's a tool. It's a tool. It's not a medicine. It's not a magic trick it's a tool to get in tune with what you need.
1: Absolutely. And I think even from yesterday, like last night, I did, I did practice again. I, I said I would, right? <laughs> and I was lying in bed and I was feeling my, my belly move, my chest move, and my ribs move. And I was able to use that time to really focus in on my breathing instead of focusing in on my alarm or my tasks for tomorrow or you know something else worrisome in my head and having that space just to focus in on are my ribs pushing against my hands or against the bed like you mentioned I slept I fell asleep straight away (laughs) And I slept like Natsu baby with my sleep mask on. Um, And I definitely think this is going to be a big part of my sleep hygiene now. Um, And I think, Hannah, lots of people can benefit from introducing this as a daily habit. Because, as you said, five minutes. I mean, you could, you know, while you're waiting for the coffee machine to turn on or while you're waiting for something else to happen, you can just take five minutes to yourself and practice this you know, absolute tool, as you mentioned, that will really help you in your mental state, in your physical state and elevate you, as you said, whether that's energy or focus or relaxation. Um, And I really already after a day, I know it's only been a day and I know people (laughs) are like, your one is exaggerating. Um, But no, I'm already really excited for next week because honestly, guys, to anyone listening within 30 minutes of the introduction yesterday, the first 15, 20 minutes were kind of around getting to know me. Is is that is that true? Yeah? Yes. Uh, yes. Asking questions about my lifestyle, healthy habits, unhealthy habits, a bit of a discovery session. Um, and that's what I loved about Hannah's discovery session was it really was personalized and it wasn't generic. And I think when you mentioned, Hannah, about these sessions being more private, I do think it's so beneficial because you really are getting to know what I need yes. as a client, as opposed to... Hannah read it like Hannah you obviously don't do this but <laughs> as opposed to another coach reading something online and then you know absolute spraying and praying that out to the world and this is the only way to do it whereas you listened to me you took on board what I'm looking out of this course and now what I need in my personal life to benefit my life and elevate it and I think having that approach is so key and I'm not one bit surprised you're so busy because I just loved it and I'm so excited for next week already and to have the introductory it's free to anyone as well I'll put the link below in the show notes but the first 30 minutes are free and then the four weeks after then obviously Hannah charges because it's amazing and it's a service which I'd highly recommend but um no Hannah I loved it and you know you as you said with yoga you teach a flow. You taught me yesterday a breathwork flow to which I can integrate into my daily life and enabling people with those tools is so key Um, and I think that is something that came across yesterday and I know for a fact other people can resonate with. So I mean, obviously the aerial, which I definitely can't wait to try when it's <laughs> available again, um, is something long-term. But right now, after we're in July, the end of July, so nearly August on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next couple of weeks, couple of months, what's your main focus for the business based on the last six months of, of working on it?
0: Yeah. So I think the last six months have been very much about figuring out exactly what I'm putting out there, exactly what's the content of the course and kind of trialing that with people and seeing what sticks what doesn't um what's the what are the exercises that people typically resonate with which are the ones that I might give to the side and maybe teach in a level two or a stage two class <laughs> um but yeah for now it's a four-week course or a single workshop so I think I've figured out part of what i want to offer there's still work to do in in kind of honing that and optimizing that but um the next stages are basically reaching out and getting out of my comfort zone and reaching out to people exposing my vulnerability it's very it's it's a very anyone who starts a new business probably feels the same way you're putting yourself out there especially if you're self-employed and whatever you do you're kind of feeling a bit exposed so the next exercise for me to do is to go out and really keep doing what i'm doing reaching out to people letting them know uh offering them the, the course to try out i'm working with some um studios uh with uh to do some workshops including outside of yoga so even at aerial dance studio i'm doing a a breath workshop in a couple weeks and i'm reaching out to anyone who's in a creative space or anyone who you know i kind of have to find my niche so i guess that's the next step is is figuring out who does this call to the most what who the who resonates the most with my approach and the content so it's it's still very early days and it's still a massive question mark. I have no idea what's gonna happen in the next two months. Um, I have some direction, obviously, and things to work on, but I guess the next big step is figuring out who my exact audience and then take it from there, hone it down. I think uh, my approach to business essentially is, is kind of like an onion. You know, you take like an idea and then you start peeling at it, peeling at it, peeling at it, peeling at it, peeling at it. So I'm still at the, a very early stage of peeling kind of mm, what's the word like o- optimizing i don't really like the word optimizing but it's about making it kind of better you know yeah like you're making you a sculpture and you're, you yes. start with a big block of of clay and then you start making a shape and you're like okay this is going to be a man then you start making more kind of details and it's like okay it's going to be a man standing with his arm here and his face looking this way and then this is the expression and these are the emotions that he's portraying. And you, know, you take a step by step into that statue, that portrait. Um, and I guess that's what I'm doing. I'm just kind of shipping at it and making more shapes. And yeah. I think right now we're at the, it's a man standing stage. <laughs>
1: yes. He's not in Shavasana. He's standing
0: up. Oh, he's standing. Yeah powerful inspired ready to go (laughs) I
1: love it I love I love that um motivation and drive and that's why Hannah I was so compelled to speak with you on this podcast because your energy is just magnetic and you're so inspiring and what you've accomplished so far in such a little time I'm in awe of I think you're doing fantastic and even the impact you had on me yesterday was so incredible. So you impacted my afternoon and you made me sleep like a baby. So <laughs> Great. Uh, both of those alone are fantastic. Um, so Hannah, a few technical questions, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah. How did you go about building your website? Because I feel like that's a big
0: stepping stone for a lot of people starting a new business. Yes. Um, honestly, don't stress about it. You have, to, I use WordPress. You can use Squarespace. Um, honestly, I just wrote things down on a google doc like okay this is the product i have this is what i'm offering why i'm offering it um make sure you have i didn't even use any nice picture these were like pictures taken with my phone in my garden a year ago so it's just having something and you can create a website very easily with these uh tools that are already available to you you know, nowadays you don't have to outsource these things. You have Word, uh, WordPress, you have Squarespace, you can use Stripe to collect payments. I use a system called Calendly to book appointments. So, and uh, you know, some, one of my teachers was like, oh yeah, it's fine. You just collect emails and you have an Excel sheet and then you like take attendance, blah, blah, blah. And so That sounds like so much manual work I, I was just not ready to do that and obviously this was my my business and systems background talking i was like i am gonna um automate all of this
1: 100 <laughs> i get so lazy from using salesforce <laughs> i can't manual
0: task anything anymore no no no, no. and there's no point because i don't want to spend time doing that i want to spend time learning about breathing i want to like perfect my knowledge so i can perfect my teaching that's what i really want to spend my time on and talking to people and teaching people you know so anything that i can automate try to automate so website easy do it take one week to do it um stripe set it up people can pay by credit card easy um calendly or similar kind of booking systems find one that works for you they often have free versions and then if you feel like you want to pay for a pro version you know that there's affordable options and it's worth the investment we're talking like 10 euro a month or something like that so it's honestly it's it's worth it it saves so much time it makes it easy for customers to find you to know what you're about to share um i can just give a link to people so my you know when i'm reaching out to people all i do is send a a nice email or a message even when i was starting out with my friends i was trying this out i literally sent a calendar calendar link to all my contacts on whatsapp was like hey guys i'm setting up a breathwork course if you're interested in trying out book a time here that's it easy Easy. follow the link book it and then you're then we talk and then we get to the actual topics yeah Um, and that's
1: so worth 10 euro a month um of your time i know completely and as well i think hannah i don't expect as you said don't hire maybe a photographer or videographer if you're just starting it because you don't know yet however you do need to make some sort of a capital investment so that people take you seriously. There's a yeah. line, enough to show you're serious, but not too stupid amount <laughs> to, no, you know, because no, no. you don't, as you said, you're still discovering what you're doing and you're learning each week and each day. And I bet the, next January 2021, you're going to be like, oh my God,
0: I did that last January. Look how far I've come. And it's yeah. such a,
1: experience and
0: and be comfortable with that I think that's the biggest exercise for for anyone starting out is to just just be comfortable with not perfect um that's probably another challenge I've I've set for myself this year is just be comfortable not being perfect um, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist and I like structure I like organization but that's what I'm working towards I'm working towards structure I'm working towards organizing everything but it won't be there from the get-go so you have to be comfortable with breaking things, things not working, breaking them again, trying one thing, trying another one, editing here, editing there. Um, yeah, but don't, honestly, I, I, for anyone who's starting out with something, focus on what you have to offer, what really resonates with people, what is your skill, what is your uh, unfair advantage, let's say what what is what are the things you can actually leverage to make connections with people what are the things you can leverage to to teach something that you can or teach i'm not saying teach but like sell or offer something that really comes from you something that is really true very honest very real focus on that the websites all these tools they're easy to set up and then you can build it up. You know, there's so many yoga teachers that only use Instagram. They don't even have a website. And they use Instagram to connect with people. They message people. They, you know, they, they interact with people. That's really when you're what you need to do. And that's my next, like, that's, for me, it's, it's what I spend most of my time doing right now is interacting with people and, and talking to them. Um, the website is there. The systems are there just enough to make it work. And then, you know, once if this becomes big enough, then maybe I'll invest more time on that. But the most important part is the service you're offering or the product you're offering if you're offering a product.
1: <laughs> that's great advice, Hannah. That's such great advice. Um I know we're coming up to the uh, coming up to time, so I know you're very busy. Um, but I suppose two more questions, if that's okay, before yeah. we end. What would you tell your 18-year-old self or your 16-year-old oh my God. self? I mean, you don't know whether it's art or dentistry. You want to help people and you want to be creative. You got there in the end and you're still, you're still getting there. You're still moving. But what would you say to that, uh, that young girl who isn't sure
0: what to do? Don't sweat it. <laughs> don't sweat it. Just go um, with it. And there will be times where you feel like you're completely lost, that you've made the wrong choices. Um, no, you know, at, at a low point, I was like, why am I in tech? How on earth did I end up here? And that's not a nice, no, the, the best way to look at it is, okay, I'm learning. I'm, there's always something to take away from any experience, every experience in your life. Um, so don't worry about the future. Don't worry about the past. Just focus on what are you taking away from that every single day that's such
1: great advice um i i completely agree there's some days where you question everything there's some days you're on top of the world but as you said as long as you're learning and there's positives in every day whether that's five minutes of breath work yeah. or the whole day is positive <laughs> um there's positives in every day we breathe
0: all day right
1: <laughs> oh my god absolutely we don't even realize we're doing it um but we should be more conscious sometimes and take a moment yep. because we have extra time and we need to appreciate that and, and take advantage of it so yeah. The last question is, Hannah, where can everyone find you? I will link everything below as well. So <laughs> but where can everyone
0: find you? Um, you can find me on my website is hbkyoga.com. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, hbkyoga. And that's B like a bottle. And yeah, just message me on Instagram. Any questions, comments. it's literally my account it's me behind it so I'm very happy to get in touch with people to talk and in that Instagram account or also my website you'll find links to my booking system it's very simple there's a free discovery call for for privates there so you can book a 30-minute conversation with me I'd, I'd highly recommend you do that if you're looking to do breath work or even um, delve deeper into yoga we can build a, a full practice with movement breathing and meditation included in it but um if you just want to learn breath work and something very simple very easy to to start with and uh, we can also do that so just find my links in my website or my instagram and book your free discovery and we'll chat
1: um hannah thank you so much do you have any last thing to share with the audience or any last thing you'd like to touch on before i let you go get back
0: to your clients? <laughs> um, now, if, if there's one thing I really think anyone should sit down and consider after listening to this episode, is, is, is take a moment, really take five minutes, sit in quiet. You don't even have to breathe. I mean, you have to breathe, but you don't have to breathe with any specific uh, format. That's not what I'm trying to, to get you to do is just sit down, consider what your real values are, what really matters to you, and are you living in a way that is in line with that? What are the things you can change? And this is a, a bit of a gratitude, a bit of a observation exercise that we should do all day, every day. Just taking moments to slow down, step back, pause, reflect, and then adjust if we need to.
1: I love that. I think I want to write that down. Zip do And it pause, applies to reflect,
0: business.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I
0: spoke over you there. No, no, sorry. No, um, <laughs> no you're right. It does apply to business. Sorry, continue. I was just going to say, it applies to your personal lives where any self-actualization, but especially if, uh, you know, your audience here on this podcast is that first step. The first step is pause, reflect, and readjust as you need to. Um, you know, your your business is, you have to do that constantly. And if you're building something on your own, you're the one who does that. If you're re- restructuring your life, and it doesn't have to be business, it could be a passion project, it could be a hobby or anything.
1: Honestly, Hannah, wise words. I think everyone (laughs) needs to pause, rewind and re-listen to what you just said because I think that holds so much weight and we've been given this opportunity to pause, reflect and readjust and again, that's going to be someone's tattoo soon, I think, and their body. But um, yeah, and just take advantage and it's never too late to start something new. No. And whether it's August 1st, September 1st, or next January I mean if there's something inside you like even this podcast for so long I put it on the back foot and then one Friday I just ordered a microphone because if you don't just do one thing to help you start you never will and we don't all want to be 60 and or 70 or 80 or even 100 and wish we'd start something sooner so even start it tomorrow um started the day after you listen to this and give it a try because, Hannah, I'm sure you're so much happier from taking I that am. first step. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it's not perfect, but doing is better than perfect. So I'm, I'm very happy and it's inspiring. So, And I I'm hope. so
1: happy you started because you've impacted my life as well. So, Hannah, thank you so much for today, for sharing your story and for coming on. And also, I'll see you again next
0: week. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Great. <laughs> thank Hannah, you, so thank you so much. Thank
1: you so much. there you have it, Hannah's story. If anything in today's episode has inspired you, whether it's breathwork, yoga, or starting your own business, please don't hesitate to reach out to me via DM or message Hannah. All links will be below in the description box. Next week, we have a man on the podcast. I know it's about time, but I'm so excited to for you to listen to his story. So tune in next Monday, like, rate and subscribe and have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.